The Old Testament reading is by the inspired prophet Jeremiah, chapter 33, where he speaks by the Holy Spirit of the coming Lord, Jesus Christ. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will cause a righteous branch to spring up for David, and he shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In those days, Judah will be saved, and Jerusalem will dwell securely. And this is the name by which it will be called, The Lord is our righteousness. This is the word of the Lord. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you, righteous and having salvation. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord we bless you. The epistle lesson is recorded by the inspired prophet, apostle Paul to the Thessalonians, the first letter, chapter 3, beginning at the ninth verse. What thanksgiving can we return to God for you? For all the day that we feel for your sake before our God, as we pray most earnestly night and day that we may see you face to face and supply what is lacking in your faith, now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all, as we do for you, so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. This is the word of the Lord. And there will be signs in sun and moon and stars, and on the earth distress of nations in perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken, and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, straighten up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. And Jesus told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they come out in leaf, you see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all has taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life, and that day come upon you suddenly like a trap. For it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. 
but stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our sermon text is a gospel lesson which we have heard read, but I'll just repeat what our Lord says here in the beginning. And there will be signs and sun and moon and stars, and upon the earth the stress of nations in perplexity at the roaring of the sea and of the waves, men fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Thus far our text. Well, if you were on your toes Friday morning and happened to have a radio on or TV or something else that would inform you of what's going on in the world, you would think that these words were being fulfilled in Anchorage, Alaska as they had an earthquake early Friday morning, a frightening situation. Rather interesting, I think, as I listened and saw what was going on, that they said it lasted maybe one to one and a half minutes. But the damage is phenomenal. Did, did, did you see the <clears throat> interstate? It was like somebody had taken outside the the rugs as they used to do, and flip them, and uh, for shaking them out like that, the highway was just buckled like that, just up and down, and there was a pickup or a car sitting up on top of it with big gaps beside it. People were running out of houses and out of buildings seeking refuge. There was a warning for the island of Kodak to head for higher land, because a tsunami could soon follow. You know what a tsunami is, right? Maybe the kids don't. <laughs> That's when there is an earthquake and maybe in the ocean and the water of the ocean gets flapped like that and it heads to shore and it can go way beyond the normal places that the water comes up on the shore and it can kill hundreds or thousands of people. A very frightening situation. It almost made me think that this text was being fulfilled. For our Lord tells us when he comes in the end, first of all, there are going to be these signs that come before him, which we just heard them. The sun, the moon, the stars, will change, the sun will stop shining, and the stars will be falling out of the skies, and the angels will come ushering in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and he says, you will see him. He will be seen around the world. How this can be, it's beyond our minds. But when the trumpets start blowing, and he starts his track to come back to the earth, he is going to be seen by peoples all around the world. And the dead are going to be raised up out of their graves, 
and their bodies and their spirits are going to put back together again and they will be alive and the entire creation will see our Lord Jesus Christ coming to judge the nations, to take his church, his bride, to be with him in heaven, to live in great happiness forever. But before that time comes, there are going to be warnings. And this earthquake that just happened in Anchorage this last Friday morning is one of them. There will be wars and rumors of wars, he says, which we know all about that, don't we? It seems like we always have wars going on somewhere on this planet. So that's one of the warnings. There are going to be earthquakes. There are going to be flooding. There's going to be drought. There's going to be hurricanes, tornadoes. All of these earthly phenomena are going to happen, and they are warnings that the Lord is going to someday return. And this text and others, he is warning us to be ready. Don't get weighed down with sinful living, such as drunkenness and carousing, etc., Stay awake spiritually. Be alive. For your Lord is going to return. Martin Luther has tried to encourage us in this direction, which I say often, and I wish I would do it myself, but I keep forgetting. When you arise in the morning, make the sign of the Holy Cross to remind us of our baptism in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We are baptized into Christ and he into us. And Martin Luther encourages us to start our day this way. If we would do that day after day after day, we would be reminded of who we are. We are God's baptized children. And if we remember that I have a Savior named Jesus Christ, who is God in my flesh, who has come to this earth to live and die in my stead, if I would remember that then day after day after day, beginning when I first arise in the morning, then you too. Be mindful that we are God's baptized children. And this day we are going to live as his baptized children. Now you don't have to do anything extreme, you know, like I've heard, I even had friends that thought they had to go convert somebody and cotton it away or something. No, just believe what Jesus has told us. We are his forgiven children. He's our savior. He died in our stead. And just have that in our minds and our hearts as we live out today. We're his baptized children. Hey, look, if he comes today, so what? I'm ready. 
That's all we have to do to be ready to keep our hearts and minds on the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, to remember we are his children, and to be aware of the signs of the times. Hurricanes. I mean, people get into a tither. They go wild. They don't know what's going on. Well, we can say, hey, I know what's going on. This is one of Christ's warnings, one of the signs that he gives his church that he's near. He's soon to come. Now you might say, oh, you're crazy. Well, that might be. <laughs> but what I'm saying is not crazy. Because if he doesn't come in our lifetime, we all are close to death, whether you think it or not. We're about one breath away from death. We never know when our own life is going to end on this earth. Even though we hear of all these cases, of the young man who went to the doctor for a physical. The doctor said, you are the spitting image of health. And on his way home, he has a heart attack and dies. This happened. This is a true story. This happened when I was a uh, student at the seminary in Fort Wayne. A young man went to the doctor. The doctor declared him in good health. On his way home, he had a heart attack and died. We never know. What about the guy in New York that time? He was sitting there watching television. Now, this doesn't happen very often. But an airplane crashed into his house and killed him. We don't know when we are going to take our last breath. So the Lord says, he warns us. Be ready. Know that you are a poor, miserable sinner. You've just said you are a poor, miserable sinner. We just confessed our sins. All of us said we are poor, miserable sinners. And we need a Savior. And we have a Savior. And in him we have forgiveness and eternal life. And we are ready. So if he comes today, great, we're ready. If he comes tomorrow, great, we're ready. If he doesn't come in our lifetime, great, we're ready. We're ready to take our last breath. And close our eyes in our Lord. For we know him. And he's told us what's going to happen. Now on the other side of the coin, people who aren't ready, he says they're going to faint with fear. They don't know what's going on. When the sun stops shining, if people don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, 
they're going to cry out. <clears throat> scriptures even say they'll cry out to the mountains, come fall on me. They're so afraid. It's going to be a terrible situation. To die in unbelief is the worst thing that can happen to a person. So Jesus warns us, be ready. He even gives us a parable, even gives us an example. He says, you know when the seasons are coming. You know, the other morning when the snow started falling, I think you probably realized that winter's on its way. Right? Especially the kids did when they found out there was no school because of snow and ice. That only happens in the winter. Well, mostly only in the winter. And when the spring comes, when the days start getting longer, and we have more sun, and the grass starts to green, the leaves come on the trees, hey, we know spring is coming. And you can talk about all the seasons the same way. Jesus says, look, you know this. Then the next step is, he's telling us, I'm giving you warnings. These physical storms, etc., earthquakes, hurricanes, these are warnings that the end is coming. So he's saying, be ready. Watch. Stay alive on your toes. Don't spiritually go to sleep. Now, how do you stay awake? Well, you're here. You're where he wants you to be. You're in the divine service. You're hearing his word. You're confessing him as your savior. Be in the scriptures. Be in the divine service. Be mindful of your baptism. Sup on his body and blood. Doing these things, he will keep you ready for the day when he returns, when you will hear the trumpets and you'll see the angels and you will see your Lord Jesus Christ coming to take you home with him. God grant us faith, to stay awake and to be ready. Amen. Now may the peace that passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds through faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ.